Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you, but trying to not let the funk out. That was nice. That was a nice little mm-hmm. intro. Yeah, that's real good. That's real good. This is the quintessential Browns podcast. Like some wild pit bull dog. All right, welcome back, QB peers, to another quintessential Browns podcast. I am one of your hosts, Yusuf Ali, and this is Jake Solomon, of course. And we are back with week three, the 2022 2023 mm. NBA, NBA, NFL season. <laughs> Uh, this week we played the Pittsburgh Steelers on a short week, but a prime time week in front of the world on Amazon Prime, and it went the way we wanted it to go, man. It was, it, it was, it was, it, it kind of got a little tight, but not like that Jets game tight. And it was good to see you. What you want to say before we start the show? Yeah, it was good to to get a win. I thought it was actually a closer game than it should have been. I mean, we were, we were still down one at halftime. So uh, it, it was still at least first half. It was uh, too close for comfort, but uh, nevertheless, I am happy that we just came, came away with, uh, with the W. Yeah, man. A win is so much easier to talk about than a loss, man. Just, mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, I, I just feel good going into this podcast. So keep these good feelings going for the rest of the people. So let's just go ahead and get this started. QVP, week three. Let's go. Uh, excited for this next opportunity. Um, we got a, another one coming up, uh, what is it, two days from now? And then... Uh, so excited about that opportunity and, and uh, looking forward to it. I mean, I know it, it goes back a lot of years. Uh, always a tough opponent, uh, year in and year out. A divisional game on, on Thursday night football that don't wake you up, then something's wrong with you. Uh, it's going to be a challenge, uh, that's for sure. And same thing as every year. They're a great unit up front, um, have a great players, very physical, very fast team. You know, they're, they're, they're a great team, uh, especially on defense. So it'll be a challenge for us like every time we play them. But we look forward to it. We all took a part in it. Um, we all played a role in what happened. And, I mean, as collectively as, as a team, you know, everybody has something to do with it. The communication issues what we're trying to fix. Um, and that's what we'll focus on. We'll focus on, uh, you know, the Steelers. And I'm just focusing on the details and focusing on the now and the things that we can control. And that's what we have to do. So, you know, when you're in a relationship, you know, you probably want your girl, your girl to tell you when you're not doing right. So, <laughs> at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. You know, the fans are, we love the fans. The fans still love us. You need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. Inside. Hand off. Chubb keeps his balance. Inside the 30. Cuts it back. Beautiful run. 
all the way to the 13 yard line. Chubb and Hunt, one and one A. Fire over the middle, caught, touchdown. Amari Cooper. Front of the People's Jones. Chubb back in. Here's Hunt. The People's Jones and back to Brissett. A lot of razzle dazzle, and Hunt with a hurdle move. Might have picked up the first down. On a first and goal, Brissett in the pocket. Fires, caught. Touchdown, David Nachoku for 92 yards. The extra point off the upright is no good. And you to cross. It made it tougher on Brissett, who had to have a kind of a jump pass. But best score here, Nachoku. Nachoku, eight targets, eight catches. So averaging seven yards per carry tonight. But called in there at fullback and give the ball to Chubb. Makes it look easy. Touchdown. Trubisky has to step away from pressure. Down he goes at the 10-yard line. Been successful on a few of these in his career. Has to go 10 yards. Hopping, bouncing. It's loose again. Chubb. Close. It's the old Stanford band play. Back at the four-yard line. Into the end zone it goes, and the Browns are going to recover there. 29 to 17, the Browns win it. Whatever that the team has for me, I'll do it 100%. I'm just glad we got the win tonight. You know, I believe our, our chemistry is building as each week goes by, so we got to just keep, you know, working hard together, and uh, we'll, we'll do great things, God willing. On this team, like the guys who are on it, uh, I know everybody was anxious to get back on that field and, and get that taste out of mouth and uh, we'll play a, a complete football game. And that's what we did. I mean, this reception, I hope we get every night. I hope we all get every night. You know, this is the kind of performance we're trying to put out. And, uh, you know, whatever reaction you know, we get or or we uh, we produce from them, you know, we're going to put, uh, put our best foot forward. We're going to give 100% and uh, play our best game. How many Cleveland quarterbacks beat the Steelers? How do you feel about this? Uh, I thought it was a great team win. Uh, I'm in here to play good football, um, play for my teammates, uh, and and enjoy this moment. Uh, and and that's that's what it really is all about. This league is crazy. I've seen a lot of crazy things happen in this league. Um, the mindset is just to go continue to get better each week. They have the team win! Hell yeah! That's the team win. We stood in here, all right, and had a sour. Taste on our mouth Sunday, did we not? Yes, sir. And I asked you to respond. Offense, defense, special teams, all of it out there, picking each other up. That's what great teams do, guys. We pick each other up. But I am so proud of you for how you responded, okay? I asked you to own it, flush it. We did. I trust the people in this room, and we're going to do it together, all right? Now, we got to be smart this weekend, right? You guys are off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You've earned it. You're not off Monday. You've earned it. You've earned it, but we got to be smart. Take care of each other. Team on three. One, two, three. Defensive meeting, players only this week. Is that effective? Did it help things at all? You tell me. You are the best. Don't forget it. You're the best. So, we, 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 we played our first division game of the year against our heated rivals. And it's, I ain't gonna lie, man, playing the Steelers without Big Ben, it didn't feel the same. Now, don't get me wrong, a win feels good over the Steelers. I don't give a fuck who the quarterback is. But, man, it just, it's, 
It's a new era. It's definitely new getting used to seeing them guys without it, Big Ben. It there. it did it did feel. I don't know if I don't know if it's because of Big Ben, but it definitely felt like there wasn't like that fire. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it. I mean, there's still like you know there's some chippy stuff that happened, but it didn't feel it didn't have the same intensity as like yeah like that we're used to seeing you know some bullshit happening these teams don't like each other it's a division game those ones are always going to be more intense got to see them twice a year but it didn't have yeah it didn't have that that feel to it i don't know i don't know why maybe because they're they have a bridge quarterback right now and it's it's a situation we haven't seen in how you know 15 years whatever the hell i forget when they drafted and they have a they don't they don't have a lot of players not even just from not even the traditional rivalry but not even just from like even last year why wasn't out there because mm-hmm. they don't have yep. no more they don't have like they don't really have nobody that really talks shit against the Brown maybe Minka Fitzpatrick was out there still Cameron Hayward but other yeah. than that they have all new people like they running back he didn't he never played the Browns. That receiver, he never—he was a rookie. He never played the Brown. Like, like they these guys don't really have enough fire in their ass to like want to beat the Browns, other than the fact that they had on Steelers jerseys. And mm-hmm. Nick Chubb on him, like, man, we gotta, man, we gotta beat the fuck out of the Steelers. Miles Garrett, like, man, fuck yeah. the Steelers. We gotta beat the Steelers. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It didn't have that intensity. I think. Yeah, guys wanted to win, obviously. But yeah, it didn't have that uh I don't know. It I mean Miles Garrett wasn't swinging a helmet at anybody. So, you know, yeah. it didn't it didn't get to that level. I mean, it could have cuz they did some they did some bullshit stuff. They grabbed some helmets, they jumped on Anthony Walker when he got hurt. Uh yeah, they, fall on him. I don't I think he got hurt like during the play cuz the the injury mm-hmm. that it's hamstring injury. I think that was just the way he planted or running type of injury. I don't think dude yeah. had anything to do with it. He was already hurt once the dude fell on him. He was it, yeah, it just looks bad because he's on the ground. He's looking at yeah. the ground and the guy just yeah. belly flops on top of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, uh, but, I yeah. did like uh Jacoby getting com- getting more comfortable with the offense. Plus, again, that's not the vaunted. Dick LeBeau Steelers defense. I'm, I'm, I think that was a new defensive coordinator they got. So like, D- yeah, Dick LeBeau's been he's been gone for a few years. He's in. Oh, wow. he's yeah, yeah. Titans, so it's like man. whoever this guy is, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't just steal curtain. <laughs> so yeah. like, Jacoby was willing and dealing on this guy, man. He looked good. Uh, again, getting Cooper all in, all involved. What was his mm-hmm. uh, completion? I mean, was it like? Uh, he was 21 to 31. And I know like 16 of them went to Najoku and, and, and Cooper. Right. Yep. So, yeah. So of of those 21 passes, 16 of them were either Cooper or Njoku. That was great, man. We was dogging them. And then if not, just give it to to the running backs. And mm-hmm. man, we can do that against everybody. If the defense gonna decide to play defense, we can do that against anybody we want. They kept calling. I kept hearing them say Joel Batonio was one of the best guards in the game. And, yeah, uh, Joel, our offensive line is so good. And they're so, like, athletic. You, they, I mean, they they have a lot of run concepts that require 
what's called polling, which is when like you know a guard or somebody's going to have to come around, and so they got to they got to be a, a little athletic. And our our line is pretty athletic. White Teller, Joel Batonio, um, those guys, they can move, especially White Teller. That guy, that guy's fun to watch watch play. Um, and yeah, yeah you know, it's a pretty good line when you look forward to watching them block. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Like, like yeah. some people, I, me- I remember growing up, of course, watching football, you only watch the play, the big plays, who can throw the ball, who can catch it, who can run pretty good. You don't even put into account that the runners need blockers and the quarterback need time to make these throws. And it's like, you just think it magically happens when you're little and don't know the sport. <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. no, man, those guys, are super important to have a athletic big ass line. Yeah, I will say though, I, man, it's nice to have a good. I I was just gonna say I think uh, I don't know. There was a few times where I saw Jed Wills get beat, and like he's he's not Joe Thomas. I think it's very evident already. Uh, but that I think could be concerning is that he's not. I don't know. Sometimes I see him and I'm like, man, he. He looks really slow and really bad, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe he's he's hurt or something. But he's still a good player. But I don't know. Sometimes I see him get beat. I'm like, mm. yeah. You think he'd be a little better by now? Was his third, fourth year? I think it's his third, third year. Man, I guess it could be his fourth. I feel like it's his third. They didn't call. I tell you what, they, his name wasn't called too many times, and that's always mm. good. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he's pretty good about, at least you know, in terms of penalties. Like I don't think he's not really getting a lot of false starts. Pretty good about holding, as long as he's not costing us five and ten yards at a time, mm-hmm. and making us play down. Then he, I guess he's doing it. Jacoby Brissett didn't get – he got sacked once. I, I recall him getting sacked at least once. He he got Not sacked that. twice. got sacked twice. I don't know if I remember either one, actually. The one dude last name I remember, Hightower or something like that. Hightower. He, mm-hmm. cool, he had a cool last name. High Smith. High Smith, sorry. High Smith. There you go. High Smith. Something has, with high. Yeah. Anything with high in it is cool. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, he 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 was really good. That was, I mean, in TJ Watt's absence, he's he's gonna have to play that role. He had a sack and a half, and he also had two tackles for a loss. He he played pretty well. And then Larry Ogunjobi, our former there you go. Sack Larry O. He he got a half sack. Yeah. And I remember I tweeted. I used to like Larry O, but now not so much. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that was my guy when we had him. I came front. I fucked with him when we had him, but you know, fuck that dude now. That's right. And I tell you what, when we when we lined up on offsides, it was a couple. It, it was the, the plays went smooth. One thing concerned me early: they were scoring almost at will, like the Jets was. And mm-hmm. then we kind of corrected it in the second half. We we tamed it a little more. We forced a few more punts and whatever. Then, but. It was it was, at first when they went up 14 13, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. But then yep. we yep. Kind of figured it out. Uh Nick had another good game. But that onside kick shit was man. like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Our onside kick, man, I don't know. 
I don't know if you saw like the formation, but they put, they put uh, like Amari like in the second row of the onside kit. I don't know what's going on with our special teams, man. Yeah, I, it's 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 just as alarming, I think, as the defense can be at times. Like it's, I don't know. It's it's weird, man. It's uh, I didn't think that we were prepared well enough, even for that onside kick. I mean, the dude was offsides, and we did recover it, I guess. But it felt like it shouldn't be that close. Right. We it's like it was lucky it went out of bounds. It was like, why are we on the edge of our season onside mm-hmm. kick? Like, this should this shouldn't be the feeling, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, and then it was trying to and then when it was time to end the game, of course it ended in a very brownsy way. We needed to just yeah. get the first down in the clock and mm-hmm. had to use the chains. And that was a very brownsy thing because it could have went the other way. We didn't lost games and right. the same type of shit. Right. It was good to get a win, get up out of there, get our first division win, and it's honestly division not to not to predict and go and foreshadow and, and think ahead and, and count chickens before they hatch and all that's all those proverbs, but we're looking pretty good in the division. I'm just gonna say that and leave it there, and 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 fuck the story. I'm gonna say that again too. <laughs> uh, you know, um, it, it'll be interesting to see how the Bengals do they won today against the jets something we couldn't do even though we should have uh but you know we, they only beat them by 11 and i i don't know it's interesting i'm i'm curious to see how the Bengals do this year are they going to have the super bowl hangover which seems to be a thing and then i mean i really think the the ravens are the ones to look out for just because of you know lamar is you know he's dangerous He's a dangerous quarterback. Um, yeah. I'm scared of him, but that's a, a conversation for another day. But uh, yeah, yeah, we cross the, we burn those bridges when we get to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this week surprising and disappointing players. Um, my surprising player. Um, last week we gave it to Jacoby, but just having a, a good bounce back game. Uh, this week let's give it to. Everybody almost did what they were supposed to do. I wasn't really surprised by anybody. Ex- was I surprised by anybody? You want me no. to go first? I got one. Go ahead. My surprise player of the week was Mr. Jacob Phillips. He stepped into the okay. role. There you stepped go. in the role for Anthony Walker getting hurt, got a sack, tackle for loss. I thought he played really well. I actually liked his speed. A lot more than Anthony Walker. Um, I thought he he was all over the place. He played really fast. Um, so I would say he was my surprising pick. He played really well, led the team in tackles, as you know, you should in, in as a middle linebacker. Um, but yeah, he was definitely my surprise, uh surprise player. I thought he I thought he was really, really good. Well, I'll go with that. I won't I won't kill the clock trying to figure out another one. Mm-hmm. I'll go with because he did, he did look good out there in his second year coming back from injury or whatever. Um, my disappointing player, I'm going to keep it on the defensive side. It's Ward again. He he is not living up to this highest-paid cornerback shit. And I remember specifically he celebrated on a play where dude dropped the ball. It was over the shoulder, supposed to have been catch on third down, and the dude dropped it. 
and then he got, he put his hands on him afterwards. But then he all celebrating like, yeah, yeah, you didn't make a play, man. The dude dropped the ball. If he catch that catch, then you got burned again. So yeah, disappoint. Third week in a row, he got to do. See, I need him to get an interception this week. I don't give a fuck who we play. I don't give a fuck if it's Joe Montana and Jerry Rice come back for the next team. He needs an interception ASAP. All this fucking money. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I would disagree with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll leave him alone. I'll, I'll agree. I will say. I will say Denzel Ward has to step his game up. I don't know what's happening unless it's just one of those things where he got paid and he's like, all right, I'm going to put my feet up now. I got paid. Um, Cause it's, it's been pretty alarming. He's supposed to be, you know, shut down corner. We're not supposed to have to worry about the guy that he's guarding, but for whatever reason, he just hasn't not, he's not been playing well this year. I would say honorable mention Katie York. He missed the extra point. Oh uh, yeah, he missed another he missed extra another point. extra point. Yep. So okay, come on, baby. You can't mm-hmm. do that. You cannot mm-hmm. miss extra point. That's that's shaking our faith <laughs> when we need you to make the big ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've seen this before. We've seen collapses before. Don't be another don't be another uh who is that guy who we had to get rid of? Nick Nick something. Frost. I mean, we've got so, Derek Frost. Yeah. Derek Frost was Derek our, wasn't he our punter. I thought he was our. I punter. don't know. I just know we got rid of a guy midway through the season because he started out strong and then turned out to be. Is shit. that we, we've had so many kickers? We've had so since Phil Dawson. Like, so oof, it's been tough. Metaphor of the week. Hmm, how did this one feel? We played. Our rivals, so people we used to know well, <laughs> uh, enemy we used to that we don't really fuck with that had really been dominating, but now we starting to get back because they got a little weaker. How is this? Mm. Let's see. All right, this is like growing up, and it's like the it's like it's like the the kid with the big brother who you can probably beat him up when y'all fight. But he always brings his brother, and it's just for some reason that intimidates you. And that dude, you always lose to him when y'all fight in front of everybody after school, because his brother in like sixth grade and y'all in fourth grade, so he still go to that school. But then the next year, when his brother graduate or move on to junior high school, and now y'all just both in fifth grade together. Next time y'all fight, you get the upper hand, and you're like, hold on, mm-hmm. you was only beating me because your brother was here. And then, like, the other kids from last year, they don't even remember because some of them, they transferred, too. So it's like a whole bunch of new kids that don't know you used to get your ass whooped. So all they know is, hold on. <laughs> He's going to whoop his ass every time they fight this year. <laughs> so you're like, you feeling good? you like, I can't wait till he starts some more shit. I'm going to beat his ass again. So now the tables have turned. <laughs> and that's how this game felt. <laughs> we was a kid whose brother has finally... Graduate, went to a new school, and now we can whoop their ass. I like that. I like that. It's gone. Um, okay, metaphor of the week for me. Uh, yeah, like you said, someone you normally lose to, but they're not as powerful as they used to be. 
Uh, all right, not as powerful as they used to be. So it's it's kind of it should just be like an easy time. So this was like shopping at a store that's closing, like closing mm-hmm. business. And it's a place okay. that they used to charge you a lot for all those items. And yep. you're in there like, oh, well, 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 look, look who's not charging that much anymore. Huh. <laughs> Y'all got cocky and now look at you. Look at you. I'm going to go through here and just take whatever I want because it's peanuts now. Yeah. You're not even hanging the shit back up on the rack you don't want no more. You just drop it on the <laughs> <Right>. floor. Yeah. <laughs> just because you can. All the bullshit they put you through. Them high-ass prices. Uh, fuck you, Sims. <laughs> yeah, <Marshall's laughs> yeah. <Marshall>. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was perfect. So, yeah, so the metaphor of the week, we can compare it to finally getting that ass whooping and probably going to whoop ass for the rest of the year. At least this academic year, and and getting a sale on a big time store that thought they was the shit before they got bought out by the other company. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> that's right. That is right. That <laughs> All right, let's do our new rename section: hopes and previews instead of previews and predictions, um, because we cannot predict shit. We we have we have finally learned as Browns fans. And fun fact: I ran to a Browns fan. I had a show this weekend. I did the the young homie Niles Abston, uh comedy fest. Shout out to Niles mm-hmm. and them. They had a great comedy festival this weekend. So nice. I was there yesterday, me and Jill, and I had on this same hat, uh, my Browns hat. And so this dude was like, "Is that a Browns hat?" And I was like, "You damn right, it's a Browns hat." And he was like. Well, I'm a damn I'm a damn Browns fan, so we, 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 <laughs> said, damn we like so tell me, tell me, do you think, do you agree that this Jets game was the worst loss in 24 years? I was like, yeah, maybe longer, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, so, maybe ever. Yeah, that was bad. That was really that's funny, man. So like, damn. ever since then, QB peers, we can no longer predict shit. We don't know <laughs> who we can play Saint Ignatius. We don't give a fuck who we win. We will not guarantee a win from here going out. But who do we play mm-hmm. this week, Statman? We play the Falcons. Oh shit. See, like, see, see, mm-hmm. you wanna feel good. You mm-hmm. wanna feel good. What's yep. their record? Falcons, uh, I think they won today, actually. So they are one and two. Let me look in that real quick. Let me see. Yeah, they beat the Seahawks. Seahawks aren't Great either. Yeah, Falcons are are one and two. Old boy uh Corde- how the hell you say it? Corderell? Corderell? Corderell Patterson. Yeah. Yeah, 100, Patterson. 141 yards rushing uh and a touchdown. So he, he called out. I think it's Cordero. Cordero. Cordero yeah. Patterson. CP. Yeah. We'll call him CP. CP yeah. on the Falcons. Uh 141 yards on the on the ground. Average 8.3 a carry. That's really, really good. Um, and we definitely and, been having a problem with running backs. The Jets running back gave us issues. Mm-hmm. Fucking. We we held the Steelers, though. We, 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 yeah, we did. Check. I guess it was just a back. Yeah. We, uh, no, we've, we've done pretty well against the run. Um, yeah, because the Panthers. 
other than that bullshit sneaky play that uh, 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 McCaffrey got in to give up too many Mm -hmm. runs. Yeah. Yeah, we play the Falcons. So they got Marcus Mariota. Mariota's a quarterback. He's nothing – Really special. He can he can throw it. You know he's not. He uh, out the pocket too. He run around a little bit. He, right? he can run a little bit. He has. Let's see. This game today, he had seven carries for four yards. Uh, so he might have got out of the pocket a little bit, maybe a little more than he should have. But he's mobile. He can move, and he can make he can make some throws too. So he's not a complete scrub. It's not, you know, something to sneeze at. So yeah, I would not. I would even try to predict a win for this. Wouldn't do it. You got ten minutes on the clock. Ten minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice if Clowney come back. This. Yeah, that would be nice. Linebackers, linebackers gonna have to step up. We can. We can definitely. We have the. We have the ability. We have the better team. I think. I think we have a better team than the, than the Falcons. I'm pretty sure they don't got nobody that can just. Stop Nick Chubb. Like who they who they stood linebacker. They got like a I don't know. I, uh actually. Um, let me look let me look that up. I thought they had uh there's there's gonna be a name. I want to know it all. I know they got Kyle Pitts. They got a stud tight end. They got Kyle Pitts, they drafted Drake London, the wide out from USC, and he's supposed to be pretty good. So like yeah, their their offense can be dangerous and we're gonna yeah. you know, J- jacob phillips actually will probably be i don't know if we'll put him on kyle pitts necessarily but you know he's fast enough where he we could match him up with him if if we needed to uh Kate, i know and most of them are scoring on us especially in the first half we can't let these motherfuckers start out yeah. feeling good about it, so yeah yeah, they're they are not. We sh- we should and we could beat them, but I also think you know they are more than capable of winning this game. More than capable. They played well, the Ram- They played the Rams, then they lost to them by four. They beat the Seahawks, and then they lost to the Saints by one. Even though the Saints haven't, they didn't look good today. So yeah, I would not look past the Falcons at all. It should be a winnable game, but they. They can they can play. All right, so here's what we're gonna do, QB Pierce. Since we don't do predictions, we're gonna do hope ratings on a scale of one to five, one being like the least amount of hope we can beat these fuckers, and five being the most amount of hope we can beat these fuckers. I'm gonna go with a four point five on the hope scale. <laughs> we can beat these fuckers. <laughs> very hopeful. That's very hopeful. I, I will I'll put it at I'll put it at a three. Um, it's safe hope. It's just yeah. I'm hopeful, but I'm also I'm just a little a little weary just because it's it's an away game and I don't know yet about uh, JOK. He got hurt. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure exactly how much depth we have. Ronnie Harrison got hurt the last game in warmups apparently. Uh, so, based off some like, uh, I was scared of my back. Oh, okay. <laughs> a four, a four, even four. Okay, even four. Look at that. Um, yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I think, I think we're still the favorite to win. However, that works. But, um, 
yeah, we uh, we got to um, we got to take care of business, and hopefully we'll we'll have some guys healthy for that game. Let me see. And then before we get into the final thoughts, uh, any outside issues we need to address? Outside issues? Oh, oh, yeah, like outside of the Browns. Like, like, oh yeah. I guess I can announce this since last week. I finally did get my first outside um, blame for the whole Browns tailgaters. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. Talk about. It. California guy, he said uh, it was a fellow comic. Uh, I guess I can say his name. He's a cool dude. Terrence Washington say. Terrence Washington. Man, what he say? What's up with your people, man? What's up? What's up with your people? I said, <laughs> I, said I don't know them. They probably don't even like blacks. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, so I don't. I can't condone all Browns decorations, but I will say that that shit was kind of funny. But I, I mean, it wasn't my idea. I won't share it or repost it, but it is funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be friends with those types of people. But I, yeah, I could tell from the picture and the tattoos they have. Like, oh yeah, I mean, there's, you know, the, there's that kind of like, I, you could just tell the kind of white trash that they were, and yep, I think, <laughs> you know, I, that could they could have easily been Steelers fans the way the way that they look. They look very. Yep man yep very very white trash very very trumpy it, it was not a good picture of of them having yeah. that that stuff but yep we uh Brown. we browns fans are, are on constant uh damage control for the browns actions and some of the fans uh we are putting out fires every week metaphorically all right well final thoughts uh final thoughts for week three Good job. We did what we were supposed to do. We beat our rivals. We we are the best team, at least for now, in the division. And I think even period, I think I really think we're gonna end the in the season being the best team in the division. And my, my hope factor is I do I do give that I do give that a five and hope that we're gonna be the best team in the division. And shit. <sighs> Jacoby, should keep doing it. Keep doing your thing, man. Like, hey, can't complain. As long as we keep winning against the teams that we allegedly were supposed to beat, like this supposed to be the soft part of the schedule. So mm-hmm. let's keep doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yep. Uh, yeah, I would just echo that. We got to keep doing what we're doing. Chubb's been looking so good. Our, our whole run game, I mean, I, I would argue it's it's got to be – the best in the league, right? Chubb is first in in the league in rushing. Kareem Hunt is nine. We have two guys in the top ten. You know, right there, we twenty percent of the top ten running backs in the league. <laughs> yeah, it's that's crazy. It's, it's yeah, it's it's pretty wild. So uh, continue that, Jacoby. Continue to play play smart football, and I would just like to see our our defense and special teams. Uh, both um, get their shit together and kick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, something we're yeah. usually saying in every year. Usually, it's always our offense and you know something with the quarterback yeah. play. So it is or nice. That it, yeah, <laughs> yep. So defense and special teams, you guys need to continue to uh, ascend and get things clicking. So. Because after hey, this Don't is our, this is our last game before things get tough. 
This is the last yeah. one. After this, it gets very difficult. We play uh was it Chargers right after we have so we have Falcons, Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, Bucks. I mean, it gets really tough. And then after all that, if it goes to plan, then Deshaun starts at Texans and who knows how that game. Yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing that I saw going around right quick. Come out if would if he, he plays so good that they keep him when Deshaun come back. No, they're not. No, they're not gonna keep him when Deshaun come back. Deshaun think, Watson will play week thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I think he will. Obviously, there's too much money involved, but I also think in order for Deshaun to not play. I think Brissett would almost have to like. I mean, we'd have to have a crazy record to where they won. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Sure, it would have to be a pretty insane record. Yeah, and I would be. Yeah. I, I'd actually be for that if that if that was the case. I would say keep Brissett out there because then also. If you're saying Deshaun's a backup, then you don't have to deal with it as much. If you're going into Houston and Deshaun's a star, we're not going to be 10 and 1. So it's okay to say. But but by all means, if we were 10 and 1, keep Jacoby out there. That's what I would say. That'll do it for this this week of the Quintessential Browns podcast. I have been your host, Yusuf Ali. That's my other host, Uh, Jake Solomon, as always. And Fucking until next week. Fucking go Browns. Fucking go Browns. Yeah. Cleveland! This is for you! We out. Pittsburgh sucks! Pittsburgh sucks!